I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. This is our 22nd episode. And for anyone who's listened before, you noticed our 11th episode was a bit of a special one with a guest. So today we have, as always, uh, Dave Dory and Graham Menzies, who are the authors of 111 Places in Vancouver that you must not miss. And today we have Roxanne from the PE, who is, this is going to be a bit of a lead into what we're going to talk about today. It is the 111th chapter and the last chapter in the entire book, and it is the wooden roller coaster at the PE. So, Dave, do you want to get us started here before we throw over to Roxanne for some questions? Well, we've, we're so glad to have you, Roxanne, because you're you're an expert. I mean, not only are you a big roller coaster fan, but you just you just told us that your your purview at the PE explained to us kind of includes the the operation of the roller coaster. Is that correct? Well, the fabulous team that operate it when we are open is under my direction. So yes, I will definitely say that they have the talent and the knowledge to always make it operate well. And then we have our amazing uh, maintenance team that makes sure that it's kept in nice operating order. And I work closely with them as well. Wow. Well, I guess your job has lots of ups and downs then. Um, oh dear. <laughs> Start, you're starting off strong today, Dave. Wow. And, um, you know, you are a roller coaster buff. I mean, you're a fan. You, you love, you told us you love roller coasters. What do you, what do you love about roller coasters? And then I'll let Graham ask a question. I'm just, I'm just curious to, you were, you're really passionate before. Well, it was fantastic when I started this position, obviously the coaster has such a legacy and history to it. And that's what really drew me. Uh, I will say it took me about two months to get up the courage to ride the coaster. I am a bit of a fraidy cat, but I love the thrill feel. My eyes are closed uh, from about three seconds after we leave the train station and they reopen again once I hear the prompt that we are safely back in the train station. So my coaster photo is always white and adventurous looking one. <laughs> but um, I would say it's, it's the history and the excitement that the coaster just has for anyone when you mention it. So Roxanne, had you not... Um uh ridden the roller coaster before you started oh yes i too have my historical story with the coaster i was a teenager and i came down to the pme fair one year and i'm not sure why but it was a day that i felt like i had to look rather fancy and the coaster managed to steal my very favorite headband from me that was never to be found again i lost it on one of the wild turns and so the coaster and i started off with a bit of a tumultuous relationship <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only person to have lost things on that roller coaster. And Roxanne, wow. what is your not position at, at the uh, at the Peony? And fun fact for everybody, Roxanne and I actually work together at the Peony, um, so that's how we've uh, got the connection here. But Roxanne, what is your position at the Peony? So I'm director of guest experience and Playland operations. So that means that I do some site wide guest experience to make sure that anyone who comes to visit the PE or Playland has the best possible time with memorable experiences. And then I focus during our on-season with Playland, managing our teams uh, who operate the guest experience, uh, the rides, our games department, and our entertainment and production. So kind of a little bit of everything when you come into the park. So I've, uh, why don't I just jump in here? I got a question. So two things. First of all, I understand it's the oldest uh, roller coaster in Canada. And I think also the longest, no longest in, in Canada. 
largest in Canada. I'm not sure. Maybe you can give me a couple of facts ab- about it so <laughs> that I know ride. what I'm talking it about. <laughs> it's a ride and it's wooden and it's a roller coaster. But I think uh, it's the oldest in, in Canada. But here's my question. So tell me some, some, some history about it. But I'm imagining that when they first um, built it, they didn't think one day this will be the oldest in Canada. And, you know, usually rides or whatever, they, they serve a certain amount of time and then they get replaced. And I'm, I'm just sort of curious to know, like the insider's point of view, like how did it come to be that it lasted so long? Was it just that it was so good or why has it been there so long? So you're very right. The coaster has so many interesting facts and it's kind of the leader in so many different areas. So coaster this year is uh, 63 years old. And it is wooden, which in itself is unique. So at the time, wooden coasters were the way that you were building them. And the gentleman who designed and was part of the building team on our coaster was quite famous for his coaster building skills. And he even said that he was, this was one of the last coasters that he actually built and designed. And he said how proud he was of it. And he said it took him 56 years of the ins and outs and coasters Mm -hmm. to finally get it right with this one. And there'll never be another as good. And I think just even from when it was built, you knew that it was going to be iconic. The PE and Playland have maintained everything original with that ride. And what that means is it's got a hand braking system. It's not oh, electronic. Awesome. Our ride operators are trained to actually pull a brake that stops the train. So that's wow. one of the really cool things about it. And it is the oldest wooden coaster in the world or in Canada. And this year, well, 2019, which was the last year that they did the ranking, the coaster slipped right into the top 10 of the best wooden coasters worldwide. Number seven, Holding Strong. That's awesome. I think that's wow. terrific. I mean, I have to confess, you know, I've, I've not actually ridden it of the, of the four of us. I think I'm the only one that hasn't. But I did do... Um, there's a big Ferris wheel. There's an old-time Ferris wheel at Heritage Park in Calgary. That I've, been on, that I've been on that I bet you three haven't. And it's from like 1923. And I have to tell you at the time I thought, well, this'll be nice and kind of cute and safe because it's old. So how, you know, the modern ones just look so terrifying to me. I thought this old one would be nice and safe and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so I'm imagining that the old PE roller coaster has got to be really quite a thrill. I think that idea, and you wrote about this a bit, Dave, but you feel all the rattles and you, you feel the wind and it, that that low-tech aspect to it, I think actually makes it, I'm imagining, a better terrifying. sort of... It yeah, makes it terrifying. terrifying yeah. Which is kind of the point, is that kind of the point, I think, is to be a little bit terrified. So I do have it on my to-do list. Well, Roxanne's the, the expert, but now, Roxanne, are you familiar with an organization called ACE, the American Coasters Enthusiasts? Have you heard of them? And because there are people that go, like when you yeah, said it's the top, in the top 10, there are people that go around all over North America. They probably collect coaster rides. They probably compare them. They, they really, we're just all casual coaster enthusiasts. We're not even really enthusiasts, but they're people. This is a big deal for them. You know, it would Hardcore be a really big coasters. deal to come to Vancouver. Have you, have you met people that, you know, want to meet you and talk about it afterwards and set up a ride and they fly from far away just to do it? My first summer, actually, um, the Ace Roller Coaster grouping has a couple offshoots of it. And one of them is called Ello Coaster. And they're the ones that list the ranking every year. And my first summer, a couple of the gentlemen from Ello Coaster came up, one from 
believe he was from Texas, and the other one was from Chicago Midwest area. They came up specifically to ride the coaster and to talk about it and hearing them describe all the coasters they've been on and what they love about ours and what's so impressive. It, it was just really amazing to hear them talk about it. And Roxanne, what's the, um, I think he's local, but there's the one guy who is just a huge coaster enthusiast. He's from the area, right? How many times has he ridden it? Something crazy. Like every year he tries to ride it. What I'll let you fill in the details because I don't know everything. Yeah. We have what um, I would I would say is a super fan locally of the coaster, and he's fantastic. Comes out every year, Playland season pass holder. He's in his 70s, and I'm thinking I'll get it correct if I say this year he should be about 74. And his goal every year is that he rides the coaster as many years as he's been alive. So when I met him in 2019, we were looking at 72 oh go-arounds on the old wooden coaster. All in one year, setting or like... No, no, he takes his time through the summer. He was a bit sad last year. He didn't quite get to achieve it. So we thought going into this year, he may have to double up or make up for good time. He takes the summer and he paces himself. Well, my wow. my story is the exact opposite. When I was a kid, <laughs> I um, I didn't go to the PE. Like our family would go to the PE, and I'd make up excuses because I was so afraid to ride the thing. And I knew that if we went with my friends, they'd all say, let's go ride the coaster. And I just was so terrified. I wouldn't even go to the fair until I was... <laughs> Till I was a teenager, you know, or older. And then I think I did it first, my first time when I was 18 or 19. And it, it, it is scary, but I skipped going to the PE for five or six years because I didn't want my friends to know I was afraid to. It is the most scary ride there. Well, it was. Maybe, maybe there's more scary rides now. When I was a kid, it was terrifying. Uh, I, the first time I, re- I wrote it, I had heard the stories about how terrifying it was and how old it was. Now you could feel every creak. And I remember sitting in it the first time and then the bar came down and I was like, Oh, that bar has got to definitely come further down. And no, it didn't. (laughs) It just sat like a good foot above my waist. And I was like, this is insane. (laughs) Interesting. So that brings me back to this guy that's, you know, rides them as many times as he is old. Does he always use the same seat? No, actually, you know what? That's a great question. And I asked him what his favorite was because I've been told, I believe the front is the scariest because you are like right out there in front, but actually it's the back that you get the most amount of speed and you get thrown around a little bit more. And he told me he tries to shake it up because again, he likes to have all of the vibes happening on the coaster. Does it run in the rain? I mean, if if it's pouring rain, is it weather permitting? You know, it does run in the rain, but it goes back to that other point, Dave. I don't know on the day you came when it was scariest, if it was extra hot out or if it was like a fright night stay when it was frozen, because that too will impact the ride. Definitely still safe. We definitely still run it, but it's wood. And so it's going to go a little bit faster. That wood's going to flex a little differently depending on what's happening with the weather. Right. And the fact that it's wood, that's what makes it so special. And there are probably the modern coasters are all metal nowadays. And, um, you know, that gives a completely different feel. It's not as rickety as shaking, as rattly, as noisy. And the wooden, ro- uh, the metal roller coasters are massive roller coasters, what they built today. But the Playland one is, uh, it's that's what makes it special is the fact that it's wood. How often does the wood get replaced? And is there any, any chance that it's rotting or that some of it is... Um, you know, at the point where it's um, not that, well, of course it's safe. You told me that already, but how often do they replace the the wood struts? So every year the coaster does actually get um, what I'll say is an upgrade, but it's really that they do replace a lot of the beams and the bolts and everything within it because it is wood. 
So it's Douglas fir, and we still work with the same wood that it was originally designed with. Um, they also were making sure that that wood during the summer days is kept nice and moist. And that's part of what extends the light, but there's a uh, the life of it. There is a balance though. It can't be too wet. There does have to be a bit of time to dry and different things like that. So there's so many elements that go into it. And one of our crew guys that actually works on the coaster once described it to me as a living coaster because they mm. have to nurture the wood. They have to replace it when it starts to get old. They have to be in constant communication with the coaster because it, it's almost alive. <laughs> I like that idea. I like the idea that it's kind of organic in some way. And I'm also thinking, you know, there's that's a unique thing to roller coasters, isn't it? I mean, I don't think there's any other uh, uh, ride that's wooden. Am I wrong? Definitely not to this extent. Some of them will have components, but the wooden coaster and the way it is structured and the philosophies even behind the original build of it, it's very unique to the material that it was built with. And, and the other thing that fascinates me is that there's the only mechanical part is the 90 foot drop. It lifts you up, you know, you're on a chain or it engages a chain that pulls you to the very top. And then gravity, gravity feeds the rest of the entire ride. And um, I guess it's just a natural law of physics that the coaster will make it to the end. I mean, there hasn't been a time when the, it goes off the 90 foot drop and then it runs out of inertia. I mean, it, all, it always ends up finishing off the ride, right? I mean, has there ever been a time when it doesn't make it to the end? Because there's, it doesn't have a motor. There's no other place where it can be pushed. It is going off the initial. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Is that true? Did I get that right? You absolutely got that right. That is exactly it. Um, while there hasn't been a time that it hasn't made it all the way around, I'll definitely okay. say that part of the operator's task every day is that they time it. So the coaster needs to come within a certain time frame. And if it's going too fast, then there's some things that they do to slow her down a little bit. If it's going too slow, there's some things they do to speed it up. And they keep it right within that range so that they make sure no matter what, it's getting around and back into the station. Not it goes up to 45 miles per hour. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Pretty impressive. I still think you so, come about 45 inches off that seat at some point too. <laughs> I have another question for you. So I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I've mentioned that this is on my bucket list. So um, if I wanted to come down, if I have the courage uh, to come down and give this uh, a try, is there a time of day, a day of week? Uh, like when's the best time to come and, and try the ride? And maybe also give us a talk. I know it's been COVID times. I don't know if you want to uh, talk about what the future is like in terms of uh, having people come to the P&E in, in the summertime. So I would say the coaster, if it's on your bucket list for the day, you do that first because it is everybody's favorite. And as the day builds up, that line gets a little bit longer for people wanting to ride it. During COVID times and last year when we were fortunate enough to operate the site, we distanced on it. So how we talked about 16 people earlier, we were actually operating every other seat. So that way right. we were keeping people at a bit of a distance. So that meant those lines were a bit longer, but people were further apart. We definitely weren't allowing strangers to join to sit in a seat together. So you could only go with the person you came with. So that actually meant there were some days that there were only four people on one round of the coaster if there were four single riders. And that's wow. okay. We, we've got it set up that it'll still make it around the track. But that's kind of what our modification was on that. We followed the six feet rule and needed to 
uh, have those every other opened up for no one to see. Now, have you seen uh, has, have you seen Bonnie Henry on the on the roller coaster? That's what I want to know. And if not, if you if you haven't seen Bonnie Henry, have you seen other sort of celebrities? Are there celebrity writers? There definitely have been, and actually, we've been really talking about this lately. As we know, we're going into our sixty fifth anniversary in just a couple of years, and talking about what the coaster means to a lot of people who have been our famous riders. I know some of our local Vancouver celebrities, the Ryan Reynolds of the world have definitely cited the times they rode the coaster as a child and and things like that. We've had a couple concerts over the last few years where the artists have asked if they could come up to the coaster. So we sneak them around and back and through so them and their entourage can take a little spin on the coaster. Uh, We had actually a couple get married in the park in 2019 and they did their Instead of their first dance, it was their first ride, and they took wow. the poster together, the lady in her lovely white dress. What a way to start That's a awesome. marriage. That'd be a fantastic Talk about ups picture. and downs of a marriage, you are saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Roxanne, was, there's other photos, too, like, right as you're waiting in line. Isn't there, like, uh, there was a bunch of monks one time, and was there, like, a, a Scottish yeah. band or something? There was, there was these historical photos and some of them, you know, I need to learn more about them because it was part of, I think, maybe the 50th anniversary and the 60th anniversary. We've done some cool stuff with people coming out and riding the coaster and just really getting a chance to experience. Wow. What a, an asset for Vancouver to have it. What a uh, incredibly uh, you know, special, magical kind of thing that we all remember as kids, adults. And is it going to be around for another for another 60 years, another 63 years? I mean, is, is, is it just a question of you keep on replacing the wood, you keep on making sure everything's oiled, the components work and it runs forever? Or or does it, the coaster have a shelf life? The coaster is a priority of the PE and of Playland. Absolutely. So we will keep it running as long as I guess we can find some local Douglas fir. We will keep the coaster going. <laughs> I don't think there's much chance of running out of that in British Columbia, but um, yeah, that's that's a that's a great way to put it. As long as the trees keep growing, you you keep on having a coaster. That's that, and nobody else can um, replace that that authentic history. You know, uh, the new ones will come and go, but this ours is uh, just chugs along every year and brings. I think it brings happiness to people. It's kind of cool, you know. And Dave, um, is that the reason that you guys put it in the book? I know it ended up being the last chapter, but is that you you wrote the chapter on it? So why was it that the the roller coaster made it in? I, I knew that it was wooden and I knew I knew it was special. I knew that it was I, I've been to some other amusement parks in the United States and I've always seen big metal ones, you know, that are scarier and faster. But I've I've never seen a, a wooden one like that, you know, and I drive by it all the time. It's it's easy to see from the streets. It's the kind of thing that the book it's appropriate for the books. People see it and don't know that much about it. You drive by, it, you see it. But now that uh, we've had Roxanne tell us the story behind the story, it's um, it's really more more of a special ride than I actually thought it was when I wrote when I wrote the story. We learned a ton off of you today, Roxanne. That was great. So usually, yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, usually I'd throw to Dave or Graham to ask for any final thoughts, but Roxanne, I'm going to throw to you. Do you have any final thoughts that you should tell us about the roller coaster before we wrap this up? Well, I think you asked me earlier on what's so special about the coaster, and I think it's actually the memories that it allows our guests to have. I have to share with you my quick story of my uh, mother and father-in-law. When I first got my job here at p and Playland, my mother-in-law shared the story that her first date with my father-in-law was at Playland and he took her for a ride on the coaster. And she was very sure halfway through that was going to not only be their last date, but probably her last day on earth. <laughs> 
So on that so I note, think everyone has a really on that note. <laughs> Everyone's got a story, like you're saying. So well, thank you so much, Roxanne. Thanks for the good work you do keeping it yeah. safe and promoting it. And hopefully it'll be around for decades to come. You know, the Douglas fir, as long as the trees keep on growing. I love that line. Awesome. And Graham, when it's all safe, we'll we'll take you just because I just want to okay. see your reaction the first time that you're on that. All thing. right. Okay. I'm going to need the moral support. <laughs> when we can go back in, uh, in safer times. So on that note, we will wrap it up. So we really want to thank Roxanne for coming by for a 22nd episode. Come back for our 33rd episode when we'll have somebody else on. We're not sure who that is yet. But uh, always make sure to go to our Facebook page. Tell us your story about the roller coaster. Uh, tell us what you want to hear next and uh, what you're thinking of the it's Vancouver places. Tell us what you think of the show altogether. So. Uh, again, thank you very much. And we'll uh, come back next week for another episode of Vancouver Places. We're telling you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.